welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing all the songs of Weezer, song by song, track by track, year by year, from Blue Album to, most recently, Van Weezer. I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And my name is Martin David Tapia. I'm a songwriter and amateur musician. And today we have a guest. He is... I'm James Anderson from Can't Hardly Wait Minute and Timeline Scavengers podcast. Hey, James, great to have you with us today. I just realized that uh, we were on the, I was on the Almost Famous Minute on your uh, April okay. Fool's Day uh, episode oh, with that, not oh, you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have heard you before. Right. So I definitely listened to that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, thanks so much for, yeah, uh, jumping in when uh, when uh, I think Zach put the call out. Absolutely. Um, and you, you chose, you got, the, you got the cream of the crop here. Oh, yeah. Uh, track number two, but we're listening. It's, it's our first for the Rabbit album because we're going singles first uh, okay. when they came out before the album did, uh, at least digitally too. Uh, in this case, um, the greatest band that ever lived, variations on the Shaker hymn. Yeah, and we will definitely understand. Try to understand why that was added um, at one point, uh, apparently. Uh, but um, so we'll listen to a little clip of it now, or maybe many little clips. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was uh, pretty interesting sounding. So uh, let's 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 throw to Martin this time, if that's okay with you, Martin. Uh, uh, do you have a, a a bit of a take on it right off the bat? Absolutely. There's a lot that goes on in this song. <laughs> there are a lot of different parts, and if we want to, there's probably a lot we could say about it. But I think uh, whether or not any of us likes it. And I guess we'll go into whether that's the case. Yeah, there's there's just that. I think there's a lot to this song. There are a lot of different parts. Rivers Cuomo wrote it, and he was inspired by a few different bands, right? So the first the first part's the hip hop part. The second part's the uh, what it. <laughs> It's slip oh, yeah. it's Slipknot. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know it, that I've ever it's really fine tried to uh, Slipknot even. I, yeah, I, know, I, know, I know the band name, but... Yeah. yeah. Some of these feel like a stretch to me. Yeah. I don't know if I really agree with most of them. And, and really, I think one of my favorite is one that I really don't... I'm not too into the band. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, what's it? Just tell us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, we search <laughs> Yeah, which one, Eric? Oh, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, the Aerosmith one. Mm. That, that w- One of two, I think, essentially falsettos. Yeah. That's yeah. probably my favorite part, too. When uh, yeah, when Rivers comes in with that high vocal, it's pretty powerful, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that part, too. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I do have, like, two CDs or albums, whatever, but sure. they're not, like, as much of, I think, like, I should try to go back and listen to more of their classics, but... I've done that a little bit, maybe, but, but try I mean, some more, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, my my mom got me a double disc aren't. from Costco back in 1999 or something, and I've, those are the only full-length Aerosmith yeah. albums I've ever needed or wanted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, I only think of Aerosmith when I'm – and this actually kind of comes up a lot, but when I'm trying to stay awake because mm-hmm. I'll just be like, I, <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. Right, right. Exactly. I don't want to yeah. fall asleep, yeah. Yeah. I also, when I'm worried about I'm going to miss something, I, I start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah, anytime I'm going through my daily viewing of a um, 
Armageddon, right? Armageddon, yeah. sure, okay, sure, sure. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it every day. Yeah. <laughs> See, I hope, okay, what were we talking about? <laughs> Where are so we the, going? Yeah, the, the sections of the song, for sure. Yeah, yeah okay, um, and then there's a, a Green Day, there's a Coral section. Yeah. Nirvana. There's a Nirvana section. Kinda. It's uh, Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Who is? I don't even know who Jeff Buckley oh, is. Oh, guys. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, educate me on Jeff Buckley. Uh, he he came in in the early mid '90s, and he was kind of this this you know you know he's not there on the stage solo. He definitely has his backing band, but he's known you know it, it's kind of that singer songwriter vibe a bit. Yeah, but with some with with a good bit of electric going on, electric guitar and and uh, other other instruments too, I'm sure. But um, they're thrown in 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 and out. Uh, but but just his singing style was not that grungy sound. Yeah. It was it was more polished, yeah. but very very emotional. If you've um, ever heard a, yeah. a version of uh, Hallelujah that right, isn't yeah. by Leonard Cohen, the, it's by Jeff Buckley. Oh, uh, okay. but or it's Rufus Wainwright, right? <laughs> right, right. The, the Shrek one. <laughs> right, of course. Yes, of course. That classic. is the next most popular. Shrek, Shrek soundtracks come up yeah. more in my life than I ever realized that they would. I, I'm like, and, and they're not in my life. It's just I'll be like, and then this, and then like, and the Shrek soundtrack. I'm like, okay, and <laughs> which, which is good and 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 cool, but it's like unexpected. Um, Jeff Buckley's dad was also a, a famous musician. Yeah, Tim Tim, yeah, Tim Buckley. Yeah. So uh, just real quick, would you two recommend that I uh, I do a deep dive into some Jeff Buckley? There, uh, it's weird to use the word deep dive. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he drowned. Poor choice. Yeah, and also he released I think Rip. one album. So like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The not... one main studio album, right, is the what what I have, and I, I think but, I've yeah. listened a bit to to some of his live stuff. Essentially, I mean, yeah. a, a live album and maybe a couple a couple uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> Wow. Yes, but but I would what? say yes. The answer okay. is yes, but but it's unfortunate not... phrasing. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you didn't know. Yeah. Sometimes the universe does that to us, and it's just. Yeah. <laughs> I actually love it. I feel well. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Let's move it, on from that. Dark <laughs> puns are 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 yes. Um. <laughs> um. So so uh, we mentioned Andrew's sisters, and I think Green Day. Did you say that too? So then Elvis. Right, yeah, right. It's the only exactly. other one. That's and that's the spoken word. Well, they got, well actually, actually besides, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Too. Yeah, a little. And it says I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia to follow along with the sections, and it says spoken word inspired by Elvis. This yeah. sort of feels like all any like Boys to Men did that a lot, where it's okay. like yeah, sure, like the music go- keeps going. But someone's gonna just yeah. and, talk and to you for a sec. There's, there's, and there's the it, 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 it very possibly the reason for this is is probably because it's because Elvis did it. Elvis yeah. was known for doing, it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bell and Sebastian's song, mm. "A Century of Elvis." Right. <laughs> oh, nice. Which has yeah. an alternate version of "Century of Fakers," um, where they where they do where he does sing. They do sing. Yeah. But, there's um, the yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's a nice connection yeah. that I never would have thought of. Good one, Eric. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, um, but then, but then, like, I, I was actually surprised you you don't know Jeff Buckley, but you what you do know Andrew's sisters, Martin. 
Um, I know, like, Enough? I've heard a couple Andrews Sisters songs. Yeah, same, yeah, same here, yeah. essentially. But, and yeah. I, I, I saw them in black and white, you know, back on, like, Jack Benny's show, you sure, know, that sure. my dad and I would love to watch when I was, you know, kid, preteen, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boogie Boogie Woogie, yeah, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Yeah. And Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree. Rum and Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Christmas song, um... That they did with uh, Bing Crosby, which is um, hold on, Boogie Woogie Christmas Boy, Big Boogie Woogie Christmas Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic of the company Rudolph. Yep. And it, the, the, people said that it was they were shoehorning lyrics, and I just don't agree. I think they're solid. Um, I see Christmas Island and Merry Christmas Polka. I think uh, Jingle Bells is the is the most famous oh. one, where it's like, yeah. I know oh, that okay. Jingle Bells yeah. is sort of a weird anticlimactic answer to this what Christmas song is it, but they yeah they famously do sort of uh, and Melikaliki Maka I guess is also another one. That, uh, okay, yeah, that they are pretty famous for. I also don't uh, agree with this one very much either. <laughs> like, yeah, I, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. The Andrew, so the Andrews sisters, you know, yeah, yeah. So is there is there another band? Um, there's another band that I thought of. <laughs> oh yeah, what do you think it sounds you like? Think of? Yeah, they might be giants. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can see let's, that. Let's listen to yeah. it again. I hear that for sure. Yeah, <laughs> if that. you, if you, yeah, I would say it sounds more like they I might mean, be giants, or like easily than it does the Andrews if, sisters. I mean, if, if I mean, could it be that they might be giants is ripping off Andrews sisters, and <laughs> we just didn't know it? Maybe <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't peg them for anything, but no. maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm sure. I, uh, yeah, go this, on. I mean, this I mean, they did, they did this symbol, and I mean, that's yeah. this old. Absolutely, know, absolutely. Old that, that, the same era. I, all of these, like the cor- the choral one and the Bach and the Beethoven one, fine. But some of these just feel like uh, eras of Weezer more than other. <laughs> like uh, there was a song. Do you guys know the band Saves the Day? Ooh, sounds a little familiar, but they yeah, I kind a, of I a little bit. I know. Like of them, a, yeah. they're like a, a New Jersey pop punk emo sort of. Yeah. They have they were sort of being like the early two thousands. They had a song on one of their later albums called Bones, which is three parts, and the way I think of it is it drifts back in their career. So it starts off sounding the most like them, then middle level, and then early. And this sort of feels like it's doing something similar, only shuffled up. Because, like, yeah. the rap is like El Scorcho. And then we got other stuff for you know from, like, Make Believe and Pinkerton and other places and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I just... I mean, did did Weezer did a Weezer did Rivers Cuomo like? Is this the list that he said that they were? Yeah, I I, I really couldn't figure that out. Whether yeah, just how they came like, upon that. Is it so? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, so it says he says he he has stated some of the artists. Okay. And others are self-explanatory. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> so which ones are which? I have no idea. Okay, the Coral <laughs> one is self-explanatory. But Green Day. I, was, I came back and I was like, yeah. Green Day? Really? Because, like, Billy Joe Armstrong's voice is so iconic that it sort of just sounds like Weezer if you don't have Billy Joe Armstrong's voice. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Uh, well, there's a video. Did you guys watch? There's a video of Rivers uh, in a hotel room. Um <sighs> Yeah, and he's he's just like explaining the song, and he pretty much says that like we, the original idea for it was like he had like all the sections, and he just started with that, and it seems like it 
like it went through a lot of changes, but um yeah. Like the actual like little sections and like the ideas of like what bands he wanted to pay homage to, uh it seems like didn't change, right? I mean, that's what it seemed like from yeah. that that little video that I watched. I, I so. didn't I didn't see that one. I Slipknot feel uh, I don't know. I don't know. These, these all feel sort of like have if you've heard people talk about these bands before <laughs> and not actually listened to them. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, Slipknot does kind of it seems like a joke maybe. The <laughs> like, is it's just kind of like fooling around with I yeah. don't know. Just like doing, do, like doing a different style, and then like post hoc being like, oh yeah, this is a slip on, this Slipknot homage, right? Yeah, that's what I, it seems I, like. I could to see me. that. I could see I'm, that. I'm surprised that like like some of them, like that one, say didn't have like, oh, it's Slipknot or it's this or it's that. You know, yeah. like like two or three or four different bands mentioned for for some of these maybe. I knew one day a Weezer song would make me say, I guess I need to go listen to Slipknot, but I never realized that it would be the <laughs> Is it funny and ironic to you guys as it is to me that this is, uh, it's not based on, because he didn't realize he was doing it, but it's reminiscent of Simple Gifts, so it's like, it is a gift to be simple, and it's an 11-part different you know, six minute song with with all these different <laughs> things. Like, okay, well, or not. It's all sometimes it's a gift to be complicated. I guess. You know, it, sometimes it's simple to be complicated. That listen, that's now that's true. <laughs> Is it though? I don't think it makes any Isn't sense. Isn't it? <laughs> or does it make the most sense? Well, maybe it's more complicated to be simple. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so let, let's go into that a little bit if you if you're up for it. Um, yeah, yeah. So so apparently at least like the the, the real the the melody, yeah. you know, is by this Joseph Brackett who isn't really the true yeah initial initial uh, songwriter of it. I I would assume it's more of a, a lyric a lyric thing that happened yeah. by apparently um, uh, Joseph or no I'm sorry. It no, looks like he was a shaker. Right there. Yeah, and. It's like a right. Amazing Grace was an existing hymn yeah. sound, but then another Christian guy put lyrics to it. I think that's yeah. sort, of, sort of what we're looking at here. But but uh, nonetheless, I mean, it's, it's really it's it's all about the the melody, yeah. the tune, and and that that it was so at, at first when I was like finding out a little bit about this, just you know because of the podcast, I hadn't looked into it before then. Oh, okay, you know as to why why this why this had. This, the 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 parenthesis <laughs> variations yeah. on, um, but you know I I I just like at, at first I was just assuming oh well there's maybe just like like, like like this one little part that's in it that had this thing but mm-hmm. no it, it it is what what it says variations on and that's what what that repeated yeah. melody in this song absolutely um, you know and that just that 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 is what happens to be you know, coincidentally, as far as we know, uh, Rivers hadn't heard it before. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I yeah. find it dubious <laughs> as well. <laughs> because the story is is that Brian Bell's mom showed up in the studio and she noted to, yeah. the, to, to them, hey, this sounds like this other thing I know. Well, we yeah. also know that these Weezer boys uh, can tend to be jokesters from time to time yeah. or, you know, say things in interviews that aren't necessarily true. So it's hard to tell. I also but it seems like 
what is the problem? It's not like he, Weezer would be the first one to rip off a hymn <laughs> for pop music. That's just sort of like what pop music used to be, is just ripping off hymns and turning God into baby, or you know, Jesus into yeah. baby and God into love, and that's it. Like, I, I don't understand who he was worried about offending here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they were, maybe they weren't worried, but maybe it was just like a little goof that they decided yeah. to say at one point, and it just kind of, uh, kind of stuck. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah speaking of uh, uh, po- hymns and pop songs, in this hymn, Simple Gifts in particular, I just, uh, there were a couple um, things in the Wikipedia article about it uh, in pop culture. One, R.E.M. used the song for the opening for a song that they wrote called I Believe during their work mm-hmm. tour in 1987. I don't know if Rivers ever uh, has mentioned R.E.M. in interviews or like if they're an influence on him, but it seems like uh, that mm-hmm. he must have at least heard them. So I'd say yeah, there's a possibility sure. that he... By this point, yeah. By, I mean, he definitely... Album, yeah. Everybody's, yeah, heard R.E.M., yeah. I guess. But, uh, <laughs> and uh, Rivers seems like a guy who likes music, so he, I'm sure he was aware. But I wonder if he had heard that um, through R.E.M., so maybe that's where he picked it up. And then another one of note is that John Williams... Um, used simple gifts as a um basis for a composition for oh I wrote it down. Oh, uh, Barack Obama's inauguration? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, I just wrote down the name okay, never mind. I didn't write it down. But yeah, a song that was used in Barack Obama's uh inauguration. That was in two thousand nine. So that was mm-hmm. after this song came out, yeah. The Greatest Man That Ever Lived. So I'm assuming that John Williams was, uh, 100%. He was, he was, was listening to the greatest man that ever lived, and he's like, yeah. oh, this track is a banger. I'm going to use it for Obama's inauguration. John Williams, big Weezer fan. Big of Red course. Album fan, actually. Yeah, Only exactly. Red Album. Only well, John, Red Album. Yeah. John Williams is the biggest hey, Red, Red Album my color. <laughs> I love it. Okay. The, uh, the Appalachian Spring, the Aaron Copeland uh, ballet, is pretty... Uh, Pretty widespreading too, yeah. so I'm wondering if that's a, that's another possible source of Weezer's. Well, but like uh, unintentional, you know. Yeah. Cribbing. Yeah. I also it 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 makes me absolutely fascinated when when like you listen to a song and you're like, did they know or was that just ad-? like this sounds good, and it's like oh no that it sounds good because it's that song not yeah. this song like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's 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 a big argument, uh, 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 kind of against, I think, sampling. You well, know? yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like that's I feel like that would be an I would make the argument for like use the original then then people know you know it and yeah. see what you're doing with it as opposed to oopsie Nirvana you accidentally ripped off this, <laughs> this other band. Uh, um, so. Oh crap! Why can't I think of them? Um, uh, the Killing Jokes. Right. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um. Okay, the one other thing that, that I think besides the, the the various parts and that and that tune, but then I'm back, but kind of back to the various parts, but not any one specific, is the whole idea of songs like this. Right. So there's one that that has just been a huge one for me for for quite a while since um, oh about 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 2000 ish. Um, but there's been there's certainly the others I knew about before that. Um, sure. 
you know, probably ones that you guys might might say would be like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Say. Um, Which has five parts. I like to think Rivers was like, five yeah. parts? Double plus one, here yeah, we right. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then, then, I mean, one they've, they've covered is Paranoid Android. Sure. Which actually kind of took from the Beatles... Um, uh, happiness is a worm gone. It was their biggest uh, inspiration for doing oh, that, sure. is my understanding. Um, huh. While even though they, I'm sure they knew Bohemian Rhapsody at that point right. in '96, uh, '97 when they, they put yeah. that on okay computer. <laughs> but so the one I'm actually after, I'm wondering if you guys know about the Who. A quick one while he's away. Oh, for sure. Okay, wonderful. For sure, live at Martin. I've never heard this. Song. Okay, I'm going to get you a link. Hey, Martin, you are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get that. I understand. Yeah. Now I know what song you're talking about. I just didn't know it okay. by the, by the title. Yeah, because how I came across it. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. I came across it because of Rushmore. Yeah. But then right, right around that same time, I think I also got uh, from the library, I picked it up, and then I've since thankfully got it actually, it, well, it, I think it's come out. I forget how I got it. I got it digitally more recently. Um, uh, uh, Rolling Stones, um, uh, Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, it was a British, uh, ep, you know, uh, a single, you know, like variety show, single single episode <laughs> variety oh, that, they, huh. that, they, that they meant to, they wanted to put on air. I don't think it actually got on air back in the late 60s <laughs> when it was recorded. <laughs> um, and so it's, it sat dormant for quite a while until like the 90s and that's when what when uh anderson got you know grabbed that i think they i think he's using that version that live version oh wow um in that so i mean they have the they have the you know the the uh studio version but they also have at least a couple live versions the, the one i've heard is the there's a live at leeds um, yeah okay. one time i was like i, I want to listen to the who and i know they smashed their instruments live yeah. so i will listen <laughs> to the audio experience of a live album so that i don't know what the next thought in my logic was but <laughs> then after I bought Live at Leeds and and they they're like this is what we call uh, Tommy's Tommy's parents is, yeah. is the quick one right. yeah yeah it's a good song I guess um, the so one that I'll bring up real quick is um, maybe a song that a future guest might bring up um, <laughs> on a next episode we don't know because it's it hasn't happened yet but uh, fingertips you already mentioned they might yeah. be giants oh sure for sure yeah. I feel yeah. that one's a little bit more disjointed, but this song, like the segments of it don't necessarily flow that naturally into each other. They do kind of like just like jump from one to oh, the yeah. other pretty abruptly. So that's just another, yeah, another one, another song that I thought was kind of similar that I thought I'd bring up. Doesn't this feel to you like the like like a hulked out version of El Scorcho, though? Like... Hey, like El <laughs> what if we did that but more, like even more? I like that idea. I never thought about it like that before. But yeah, I love it. I love the idea of of uh, El Scorcho uh, getting some gamma radiation and becoming <laughs> the greatest man that ever lived. I'm looking at all these these uh, reviews that are like Weezer shouldn't rap, and I'm like, see, go back and listen to Pinkerton. This, this is not new. True. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. So yeah, wow. There's a there's so much to talk about. I feel like we could keep going on, and we should keep going on. But um, I'm just gonna. I just want to talk about like the parts of the song that I really like, like my very favorite parts, 
because there's a lot to it. I'm just going to go through the highlights for me. For one, Eric, you already mentioned the uh, the falsetto on the Aerosmith part, I think, like, really hits hard for me. That's great. Um, the line, uh, if you don't like it, you can shove uh-huh. it, but you don't like it, you you love it? Dang, that's, uh, that's hard as fuck. Like, I've had that in my head. <laughs> Uh, since we started recording. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like I think about that line all the time, and it's very good and very clever. And Yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun. And, and, and for that section, I wondered if, if either of you might have had a similar thought to me, which which is, you know, he, he goes in Act 1, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah, and act, act 2, blah, blah, blah. But I, 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 I thought, like, does he say Act, you know, when I was re-listening over and over again, and then one time I was thinking, like, is he going to go into? Is he going to say Act Three? Because I mean, most most movies, I'm awfully sure, <laughs> movies. Um, that's that, that's kind of what you know. We're, we're where we're at in society. We don't talk to talk too much about plays, right? Right. Movies, whatever. But but uh, you know, generally, generally, most have three acts. Right. Or three right. act structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, it, it, it's interesting. I thought I found it interesting when I realized that I said, "Yeah, does he does he say Act Three here? No, no, he doesn't. Okay." Well, so so is that, you know, you know the the idea of it's to come, you know. Yeah. Right. It, 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 and I, I I've heard this about Act Twos is that's what all comic books are essentially. Uh-huh. But, you know, they're like all, all all the single issues that you know go on for for the longest time in in long running comic books, Batman or Spider Man or whoever. Well, there's like a past it's all, present all Act Two stories. Yeah, generally. Like if uh if if Act One yeah. is past. And like you know, in Act One I couldn't whatever, and in Act Two is the like you know, but now you know, and then but now and then in the future, kind of a you know past present future uh, sort of deal too. It also reminds me of a like those like a like a, a going back to like maybe like a Motown sound like that Motown spoken word huh? or like a yeah. like a, um, leader of the pack kind of mm-hmm. like a girl group kind of let's take a second to tell this story thing. Um, yeah, I also was sort of hearing that. Yeah, the Shangri-Las, I can hear yeah. that in there for yeah. sure. Do you guys yeah. know the Are You Lonesome Tonight spoken word? I'm not very familiar with that. I mean, I can I can hear the, the that court that 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 line that title sure being sung in my head, but I can't. Yeah, you know, I don't I think the, I don't think so. I'm gonna put, I hear I'm that, sure I've that heard the song, song title, and then I go into Bella Note from Lady and the Tramp. So I know that's not right, but they are the same song in my head, so yeah. sorry, all the fans, but that's okay. Now they're the same song in my head too, so I think that's fine. Just one thing that I wanted to say really quick about the beginning of that is um and this is directly from the uh Are You Lonesome Tonight? Like Rivers just took the spoken word part from the beginning of that, but the fact that they say somebody said that all the world's a stage I think it's kind of like just funny. Like we all know who that somebody yeah. is. Like, you know, somebody once said, I don't know who, but somebody I, I once like, said that all the world's the stage. I like that with the theme of he's of Rivers Cuomo is the greatest man that ever lived. So Shakespeare doesn't even get a name drop. <laughs> yeah, he's wow. just some some schmo some guy. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, so now, that, now you mentioned it, that part. I mean, that's that that certainly this repeated thing, and it's the title of the song, "The Greatest Man That Ever Lived." I yeah. mean, you know, well, just that title itself. That's not that's not saying I'm the greatest man, you know. But but certainly in the in the song, it's right. it's, it's sung that way. That you know, um, 
but then, um, so I, I think a little bit, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's very braggadocious, you know, braggy. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the other great song that I, that I thought of and actually just like, I think I listened to it last night even, but didn't even realize, I mean, I, I just now realized, oh, I, I listened to that and I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're talking about this today, um, is Ringo Starr's song, I'm the Greatest. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Which uh, apparently uh, was helped uh, co-written with John Lennon. Right. So right. Uh, that whole album actually features at least at least co-writings, if not some some performances by all three other Beatles. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the last time they yeah, were all on the album. same yeah. record together, yeah. right? Until yep. yeah, still anthology. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I I like the braggadocious part with the um with the rap element of it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It fits in with that. Actually, interesting. I mean, like Nirvana, mm-hmm. no. But like some of a lot of these are sort of. Actually, no. That, that thesis I was about to say, no. I like it with. <laughs> I like it with the rap stuff because it, it fits with that, um, with that sort of um, you know whole style. But then, I wonder if each time he switches genres, yeah. we're, we're being asked to to uh, examine. I am the greatest man that ever lived, through like this genres like mm-hmm. connotations like is nirvana being ironic yeah. in that section when he's saying i am the greatest man that ever lived that kind of stuff yeah it's it's it, it, yeah it's fitting so much more the style that they do yeah it's fitting better that for what what's being said i think yeah yeah, yeah. wow yeah wow <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 like, look, I mean, look at look at the Je- Jeff Buckley one and what what we told you, Martin, about him. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, him him dying early, much, but I mean, much like certainly C- C- Cobain, but um, right. but you know, yeah, I may not be here when you call, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow! Yeah. And, and this is definitely post him dying. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I've got kind of like a unifying theory of this song, like oh, okay, a, cool. the overall arc. Like basically, it like um, there is like the, the braggadocious element, and I think that's cool. But um, the chorus is like the main thing that gets me. Like I think that it's maybe not ironic, or like I don't know. It's kind of like a way of having it both ways, like having it be oh, ironic sure. and. Then like have like, um, and I don't know if you uh, guys have ever like written a song or like done something like made a piece of art or done something that obviously we've all done something that we're proud of, but I think there's like a feeling when you do that where you're like, oh wow, I'm I'm a really powerful person. Like I did this thing, I brought it <laughs> into the world. It feels yeah. great, and I can only imagine that feeling times like a million. If you're like somebody like Rivers Cuomo, where like you have written a ton of songs that have been like gigantic radio hits, like it must be right. like super gratifying. And then, yeah. um, so then there's the other element where a lot of this stuff, especially in like the first verses, well, even at the end, kind of, or in the spoken word part, is about sex, right? Mm. So yeah. then there's like in the chorus, there's the lyric, uh, "I was born to give," right? And that's mm-hmm. like maybe a little pun. For like sure. giving is like fucking, right? Right. So that's like one way to look at it, but then the other way to look at it is the uh 
the altruistic way of like I was <laughs> born to like you know make you happy, right? Right. Right. And there was well, that, I mean that that ties into my other show, which I mentioned at the beginning, Almost Famous. Um, uh-huh. um, uh, because there's definitely the uh, the uh, wonderful monologue that a couple monologues that the uh, uh, Cameron Crow and and Jeff Be- uh, Jeff Beebe, uh played by um, uh, Jason Lee, uh, uh, you know Kevin Kevin Smith does wonderful for for his monologues as well. But um, uh, you know where he he says yeah I look for that one guy not getting off at a concert <laughs> and I get him I make him get off. <laughs> you know so yeah. So yeah, I think that that's the way that I read it overall is um just that little dichotomy between like the uh the, the base needs of uh of, <laughs> of flesh like, going with the religious angle of the shaker hymn and then like the higher calling of like uh creating something, doing something good, making something good in the world. And there's a quote that is from the Weezerpedia that I didn't see attributed to anybody, but it was written there. I'm just going to read it off. It says, was I born to give? What does that mean? Is bragging, is he bragging about his potency or is he beginning to show his other deeper, more altruistic side? I don't know the answer. I was just asking you. And I think that kind of ties into Eric, what you were saying, like the third act is like unknown. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the, like the the answer. This this song is asking the question, and then the third act would be the answer, and we'll see. I guess for rivers, which way it goes. <laughs> Maybe he's just gonna like as he gets older, he's just gonna become a complete uh, like hedonistic fuck machine. We don't know. <laughs> Or maybe he's going to write, like, even more and more beautiful songs as he gets older. Not tired of sex anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I can't wait. I can't wait. That sounds like a great song. I really want to hear that one. You know what kind of bugs me is that rap is one of the only non-artist, artist-attributed, like, direct, like, one, this one artist. As a yeah. Poet. Like, I know Coral isn't either, but, like... Surely, if we've gone so far as to say what happens between one minute and one minute twenty six is Slipknot, surely we can pick out a rap artist. <laughs> Absolutely, that it does. It does, it does seem like probably, probably Kanye, maybe. Really? I mean, at least now, but back then, gosh. Yeah, for sure, feels a little bit reductive. But yeah. this also reminds me of like a little joke that my friends and I used to have in high school. Because did you ever notice that people? Uh, like, maybe, I don't know how old you are, James, but maybe yeah. Eric and I, like, uh, when we were in high school, there used to be people with ska, like, just ska patches. Like, just the word ska. Okay. People would be or, like... Or oh, punk. I've never seen anybody with a, a patch that no? just said punk okay. before. Okay. Well, uh, okay. well that's kind of the same idea. It's funny. And mm-hmm. we always used to say it'd be funny if somebody had, like, a, a patch that just said rap. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> That would be fun. I, I agree that would be funny. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a um, little joke from my high school years. <laughs> I just, I think that one of the things is that if you reduce these to genre, you have much less parts. I think that some of these are extended because I think Rivers said there are 11 parts. And so they're like, all right, um, this part's Aerosmith, but this part's Nirvana because they are going faster or whatever. But this part is Green Day because 
who on earth knows why they said that. Um, but if you had rap and then hard rock and then whatever, I think you would it would be like maybe six parts or something. Mm-hmm. And then how do you stick it to Queen if you only do six parts? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you think the whole, the whole point of this song was to uh, up uh, just do a little better than Queen, to have more parts of the song than Queen? What actually the and I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, I was looking in the great. It was originally called the greatest man that ever lived. Parentheses take that Queen. I don't know. If you guys saw that. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. This is it's all coming together. <laughs> Brian Bell's mom is a big Queen fan, so she found a way to. Um, just real quick, Jeffrey Canino from Tiny Mixtapes said that the rap section reminded him of Fred Durst, and I want to say that I disagree very much with that. So, but I mean, I guess I can hear why he's thinking that, but that's sort of like a maybe listen to more rap music before you say things. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, I forgot Rick Rubin produced this. Oh, okay. There's a lot of stuff that sort of falls into place with, like, the metal and rap together stuff when, yeah. you, when you get Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. And also Rick Rubin, just as a little side note, uh, was the one who suggested uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight for the spoken word part. Rivers was like... Uh, What's a good spoken word part in a song? And I guess he asked Rick Rubin, and Rick Rubin was like, are you lonesome tonight? And then Rivers uh, took a lot of it just whole cloth from (laughs) that song and just slapped it onto his song, which I love. I love when people steal other people's songs. I do it all the time. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. Yeah, although stealing from Elvis uh, feels particularly nice, I feel like, maybe. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um. I, I gotta say, the Weezer part at the end feels like a celebration. It almost feels like they're, um, like it's building to this. Like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. What is this building? I mean, I think that, that Rivers likes rap more than this, what I'm about to say is going to indicate, <laughs> but what is this building to the greatest man that ever lived, which is, it sounds like Weezer? Because, like, you got Bach and Beethoven right no, before No, no, that. no. The, the title is Feels Like Weezer. Not oh, okay. Like... Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Which, wait, which show am I on? Hello? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but I, I wonder if it's building to, yeah. like, it's almost like a, a reverse countdown where it's like, mm-hmm. or I guess, I guess, no, normal countdown. The normal, the, the regular kind of countdown where it's... A reverse countdown. <laughs> the regular way. Um, oh, yeah down to number one, which is Weezer, which, if you look at it that way, he's saying, and Bach and Beethoven are number two. So yeah. here I am. And, I'm, and like, by the end of the song, it's a little hard to disagree, because that Weezer sound is yeah. so, like, I don't want to be that guy. I really don't want to be that guy, but please make more songs that sound like the last 30 seconds of this song. Like, I love that sound so much, and I know that we have albums full of it, but, like, it was. It feels like a, a drink of water sometimes to to listen to the this song and progress to that. All right, are you listening, Rivers? <laughs> Do it. Noted I Dan Rivers. Yeah, I know he listens to the show. Right. And um, yeah, from your lips to Rivers Cuomo's ears. <laughs> As the, the thing next, goes. 
Yeah, exactly. The next <laughs> album is going to be all throwbacks, <laughs> blue album throwbacks. It's going to it's going to be uh my name Very is Jonas popular. part 2. Well, that's yeah. that's kind of what we thought we were going to be getting with uh Van Weezer and I I really kind of need to listen to that more. I mean, there was that like that Blue Dream song that I think some people were kind of theorizing was going to be a bit, you know, blue blue album sound. I, I, I forget if it is or not. I need to listen to that one particular song, I think, more. That's it's the one sure. with Ozzy as a co-writer. Yeah. Oh, that's well, the one? Well, not, not, not truly co-writer. Right. Oh, they just sampled, <laughs> just they because, sampled an yeah, Ozzy right. song. Okay. They, 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 need, right. they had the credit. Oh, because. Crazy Train. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This is also, did anyone say, why is Weezer um, dipping their toe into metal? Because it's the same answer as why is Weezer dipping their toe into rap. It's because Rivers Cuomo. Like, have you listened to anything by him before? Like, he has these interests that he's talked about from the very beginning. And I don't, yeah. people that, you can tell people that don't, not to like hipster anyone, but like you can tell people don't really listen to the music they're reviewing when they say <laughs> stuff like that. Well, I mean, I mean, with the rap thing, I mean, you know, I mean, it's right off the bat with their song, Buddy Holly. Right. With that, he, I mean, even though it's singing, but he's, but he sings, homie. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's and exactly. This one, homie, it's, this one. Yeah, and then like the middle eight part. Yeah, it, even in Buddy Holly, yeah, the yeah the bridge part mm-hmm. is like a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, that's a little bit of a of, of a little bit of a rap. Yeah, for sure. Kind of, yeah. Kind of for for nineteen ninety four alternative. Yeah, white guys, <laughs> exactly. We, we can give that to them. I think. Yeah. Weezer and Beck. That's it. Right, and, and uh, I believe the Beastie Boys were still were putting well, stuff yeah, out back then too. But oh my gosh. yes, but. I think uh, Weezer and Beck and the Beastie Boys is what we uh, is what we say. I mean, they they were new on the scene. For sure, Beastie Boys been yeah, Beastie Boys been around for ten yeah. years prior. Beastie Boys are like, listen, this yeah. is our lane. Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he stay homie in that song? Yeah. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you, you, so you were mentioning the the, the last. Uh, segment, uh, yeah. the Weezer segment, and, and in that, and actually, kind of bringing back something I think I was doing like in the blue, and maybe a little bit of the Pinkerton uh, episodes, but kind of got away from um, uh, the my little uh, other segment kind of thing, uh, Martin, okay. hint, hint, maybe, um, but it's that uh, you know uh, things that I kind of miss here, misheard, okay, um, upon either small number or many, many, many number of listens like I, like it was for Blue, that's for sure. Um, do you have a, a name for this segment? Uh, misheard? I don't do you know. know. Do you know the term yeah, Mondegreen? That doesn't sound fair. Mondegreen is, a, is, a, is the term for misheard lyrics. There's yeah. a poem okay. that's like laid him on the green, but people heard Lady Mondegreen. Oh, cool. Uh, so Mondegreen album might be a... Might be yeah. a <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> All right, this, that's the name of the segment. Um, yeah. Here's a little note to me in the future. Write a write a theme song for this segment, and Zach will stick it in once I write it. Okay. Hey, hello, it's yours truly, Martin David Tapia. I'm just popping in to tell you that, sadly, I did not record a song for the misheard lyrics section of the show. I'm really sorry. I love you, and I want this podcast to be the best podcast for you that I can make, but I just haven't had a lot of time recently. I'll try to have a fun theme song if we do this segment on future shows. Uh, Okay? All right. Uh, Back to the show. Uh, Thanks. Bye. 
Go, Eric. Um, so, 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 so the thing here in the last segment, and actually, it's, it's, it's what in the one or one or two prior, uh, maybe just one. Uh, uh, the word radioactive. Hmm. Um, so oh. I think when I was listening, when I was hearing it, I don't know if it, maybe maybe it was only the other other one or two segments um, that, I, that I kind of thought about this then. But I, I I was thinking I was in the mindset of radio. Me too. You know. Me yeah. too. Absolutely. So and then so then the other weird thing about though in this last segment that I did highlight was the D act. Yeah. <laughs> D, you know those those two or three times that that segment of the word is repeated by by him and the uh, and the backup singers. Uh, Brian and Scott, um, and maybe Pat. I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, so I mean, and definitely when I, I so I so this is another uh, little uh, uh, thing we often sometimes we'll talk about uh, is uh, uh, watching on YouTube uh, uh, them perform it live. Um, okay. So so it's definitely like when I when I was seeing them you know sing it live and and seeing that they were seeing the back back up and it, it felt more normal to me than, mm. you know more okay i got more into it i guess but but at first when i when i, when I was do, prepping for the show and realizing oh they're just seeing singing you know uh deact uh you know that same other word by itself it, it like it rubbed me the wrong way for a moment but then thankfully i, I watched them live <laughs> i have never heard the word radioactive before yeah. until in my head right now listening back I have thought it's radio. Radio I is what I've heard. Radio I. Okay. Um, which actually puts me in the mind of Radio Gaga, which is also by Queen, yeah. and therefore my my yeah. thesis is still solid. Definitely. And and then they're 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 also looking towards the future with Imagine Dragons, so too. Right. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> and that's the third act. Yeah. And so it's the future. So it's Imagine Dragons. Yeah. It, it all holds up. So Imagine Dragons, whoever the guy from Imagine Dragons is, he's the greatest man who ever lived, right? That's that's I, what this song is about? I think that's pretty much, yeah, that's undeniable. Airtight right. logic, for sure. Yeah. We solved it. Very good. I've I've heard Radioactive every time. You guys are... Really? You guys are dum-dums. I just like the radio <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> we hear what we want to hear, and I want to hear the radio. All right. Do we want to move on to uh, what's our what are our segments? Oh, do you, do we want to talk about the left channel, right channel? Do we have anything uh, that we want to add here on the end? Talking about the song proper, we didn't even talk about the uh, what is it an MTV Music Awards uh, performance with Rivers in his well, white suit? Well, no, no, that was actually it was uh, uh, it was Spike, uh, Spike TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Spike TV? Video Game Awards. Um, yeah. So and apparently, yeah, a white suit, but and no shoes. Oh. Yeah. And, and the and the many person women's choir, the the, the Weezerpedia says fifty person. I don't think there were fifty there, but I don't know. Wow. It's a bit generous. But um, yeah. And and, and also uh, Weezer uh, guitar less. It was uh, apparently it was Dave Kushner from at some point previous, before, after with uh, Velvet Revolver, apparently. Well, I would recommend that uh, our yeah. listeners, if you haven't seen that uh, Spike TV performance, I think it's pretty fun. Check it so, out. So, so there's that one, but then there's also the one I saw just prior to watching that one, which is the Caesar's Palace from, like, uh, 2013. Well, I haven't seen that. I'm going to so check I, it out. I, no, that's, I'm that's, from, that's coming from a phone. 
Sure, but <laughs> but uh, it's it's pretty interesting, yeah. How you know to to scaled back without the you know choir <laughs> and, and 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 rivers on guitar. Do they do they just sing it like uh, all of the just the band like a four part yeah. kind of yeah, harmony? Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Definitely. The uh, white suit with no shoes on is very uh, boys to men. Also, I hate to keep. I don't mean to keep bringing up boys to men. I don't no, hate no, to no, bring no, them no. up, but yeah. I keep do. I keep love that. Bring, yeah. <laughs> I, I see. I see. You hate Queen, but you like boys to men. Right. right. I'll, I'll bring up boys to men until the rivers runs dry. I think yeah. it's that. <laughs> <laughs> duo boys to men Weezer collab. Um, and then there's also. Uh, the uh, the music video that wasn't or right. is <laughs> so I watched the one that was on Wikipedia and 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 they say directed presumably by Carl Koch, unofficial fifth member of Wikipedia. Yeah, but huh. then there's also the Wikipedia that says Warren Miller, this ski and snowboarding filmmaker, <laughs> yeah, who who was born in 1924. <laughs> And died just years ago. <laughs> huh. so I'm not sure if that's really the right person. I'm thinking yeah, it got linked badly. Yeah. yeah. People in the 20s aren't allowed to look at people snowboarding. Okay. That's in the rule book. <laughs> in the snowboarding rule the book? Snow, right, yeah. If you yeah. see someone that was born in the 20s, you have to veer off the path. That's just that's true. <laughs> you know what's interesting about the snowboarding rule book is that there's no rule that says that a golden retriever can't become a pro snowboarder. So that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Air another uh, snow buddies. You're trying to snow, say? Okay. I guess snow buddies is really the only way to go with that. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Unfortunately, the that's offspring sadly. of Airbud, yep. Airbud plus uh, the Incredible Journey into that. I guess. Let's make the dogs talk. Not enough that they play sports. Come on, everyone. <laughs> I'm filling my pros and cons uh, list really quickly, I guess. <laughs> I and by the way, I love Queen. It's Weezer that okay. hates Queen. That's yeah, I well, want to get that. Oh, uh, gotcha. Um, I okay. love Queen very much. It's just that uh, Weezer hates them, and I want to go on record as saying that. I will come back if he wants to come and defend uh, his love of Queen. Um. So then. Uh... Uh, well, I, I do want to say about about that video, though, you know, uh, that might be, you know, I I think I was on board with the, you know, really loving the, like, the animal one for what? Um, um, uh, Island in the Sun? Yeah, Island in the Sun, yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably being, you know, high near the top and, and the Muppets, you know, too. You know, that, oh, yeah, sure. okay, they, 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 they're, they're wonderful, but this might be my new favorite one. <laughs> really? <laughs> Going through this process. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's awfully simple. It's very Spike Jones, which okay. is apparently who they wanted, or not who they wanted, but it was possible, right? Yeah, they so this is going to be skate it, and skate inspired videos. Yeah. However, it however it came out, I guess that's kind of fun. It's like a yeah. twelfth segment, like the, 12th, <laughs> the hidden twelfth segment is skate video. That's kind of fun. It's, it's the fifth dimension. Listen, I I want a music video that is eleven more like genres of music video like yeah. you're not, that don't match what you're playing <laughs> in the song yeah, absolutely animated cgi movie inspired I, all right i'm hold on let me get my email open yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
This is a great idea, and it's an idea whose time has come. Rivers, I know that you have trouble with uh, music video concepts, so here we go. But yeah, Eric, I actually have to agree with you on this video. I saw it for the first time today when I was just yeah. um, looking up the song, and I, I don't know, yeah, but um, it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a very simple concept. Yeah. And um, I think it speaks to like like how good well for me how good like I like this song a lot. So how good I, I, I think, think the song is, and then just like the charisma of the band. Yeah, and yeah, yes, yeah, the charisma, and I think that's what I, probably maybe possibly the biggest reason I love it as much as I do is Rivers his his stance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, it's almost like the Riker maneuver. You know, big balls. Exactly. They're so big. You got to do this. I love it. Now I want to see Rivers like walk over a chair and sit down. <laughs> you ever make a song with eleven parts in it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, do we want to move transition to the left channel, right channel? Yeah, I think now now is the time. It feels yeah. like it feels right. It feels good. Let's do it. Yeah. Left channel, left channel, right channel. Left channel, left channel, right channel. Left channel, right channel. What it's gonna be? Eric has some information for ye. Uh, so for me. I mean, I, I had a hard time hearing anything until the very, 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 very end. <laughs> just, just this last little bit of uh, feedback in the out in, in this little outro that was only in the left. <laughs> Interesting. Now, now I think in the green room, James, I think you mentioned you 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 tried this. I tried. So I sat there I did some. twice with yeah. my right. one headphone in one ear, and then again, whatever. And all I could think about the entire time was, I can't hear anything. Oh, my God, are my headphones bad? Oh, my God, is my hearing bad? <laughs> no, it's probably that this is mostly just a, like a stereo song. But what if it's not? What if we get to this section and they're like, did you hear the secret part during the spoken word where someone was whispering underneath? Yeah. And I'm going to really feel sad because that means that that part of hearing is gone from me. <laughs> So I'm happy to hear that that is not what you all heard either. All right. Well, another great uh, um, yeah. segment. What was the What was the last left channel, right yeah, channel, where right. something was super, super different or any different at all? Back in some of the earlier uh, albums, there was more panning to from the left to right. Right, Eric? Oh, you're, is, you're like the oh, expert. Man. It was either early on and make believer, or at the essentially at the end of Maladroit. It could have been Maladroit, you know, like like with um, oh, could have been like Space Rock or something, or something, you know, Possibilities, something like something like that. Okay. Yeah, Possibilities. Possibilities had a guitar solo was was left channel only. Yeah. Okay. When I hear something that's uh, only in one channel, I assume that uh, something is happening on a technical end from my position. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. 
my this another set of headphones that I have to throw away now. Like, yeah, or even more terrifying, like you were saying before, like maybe there's something wrong with your hearing. Yeah. That's where, right. that's where my mind would go too. Yeah. <laughs> now now I'm scared to hear different things in the left channel and right channel because I'm like, oh no, is is my hearing going in my right or left ear or whatever? Ugh, I don't like it. My po- my podcasting co-host uh, refuses to listen to stereo, like. If there's anything like sometimes you can you can mix something so that like I'm in the left ear and I'm in the right ear, mm-hmm. you know, like that. And she's like, do not do that. I swear to God, like make it mono and 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 then ship it. And like I've forgotten a couple of times. She's like, I went in and fixed it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you. And like it's, I mean, like fine note. I get it. It sounds weird, but like to a point where she's like, no, absolutely not. That's not going to fly at all. Which mm-hmm. you know. It's a it's an aesthetic for our show, so we consi- she makes sure we're consistent, which is good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, so, so definitely the first half of of, uh, of make believe. Okay. You know, okay. This is such a pity. Hold me. You know, peace. Do, do you know? Have you guys on this section ever talked about the band uh, or the hip hop group Lyrix? Ooh, does not sound familiar. At I've all. never even okay. heard of this yeah. group. All right, so um, there's a, a they're both on this Quantum record label. It's Latif, the, Cru- the Truth Speaker, and Lyrics Born. So they put together their lyrics, oh, right? I've heard them. Yeah. Um, heard there them. is a uh, an album called The Album, <laughs> which is good. Uh, first track is called Lyrics, so self-titled in a different way. <laughs> if you like left and right channel shenanigans, mm-hmm. and we this do. is l- literally two rap songs, one in each channel that work together. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little disorienting, but once you listen to it a couple times it, it it you see how it works. So that's that's my recommendation for the left channel, right channel uh mm-hmm. folk. The, the the people that they come just for the left channel, right channel segment for the And I know that they're out there. Yeah, we yeah. call them left channel, right channel leads. Uh, right, left channel, right channel heads. Yeah, that's yep. what we call yeah, yeah. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm one of them. I'm the main one. Yeah. I <laughs> I love it. LCRCH, sure, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I can't <laughs> wait. I cannot wait to listen to this song. That sounds right up my alley, the one that it's, you're talking about. I bought it on iTunes on just on, like, I read about it on an internet page, like a blog or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. This seems like a, like, worth my my money sure. i guess we'll, i guess we'll see and it absolutely was but also very disorienting but still very good i think you'll enjoy it <laughs> well speaking of also disorienting uh-huh uh flaming lips zyrica oh sure quadrophenia or no um that's Zy- that's the who again yeah. right zyrica zyrica right 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 yeah yeah i haven't listened to that okay. i do know it um i don't have uh right. three other friends though so no this has been the left channel, right channel report with Eric Nash. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about, uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question, Eric. Can I ask you? Yeah, sure. Is this song on Rocksmith? One, two, three, four. We're going to find out. Yeah, so uh, Very that's good. definitely something I'm I'm looking forward to soon. I haven't gotten to it yet, but um, 
seems like it would be very difficult to... What is Rocksmith? Yeah, and and, and as uh, CDLC. Uh, So Rocksmith is, uh, you know, we had, uh, uh, what, uh, uh, Rock Band and Guitar Hero way back in the day there. Sure. So, uh, it was, yeah, it was like about 2011 was the first version. Uh, 2014 uh, released another one, and they just na- announced uh, recently uh, uh, Rocksmith Plus. Um, so it's using your real guitar. Oh, okay. Plugged in with a special cord, and uh, and I think apparently with the Rocksmith Plus coming out soon, it's and it's gonna be it's gonna change over to a subscription service instead of buying a bunch of uh, DLC um, sure. all separately. Uh, but um, apparently that's gonna that's gonna utilize uh, you know your phone and so forth the microphone on that and okay and cool. th- other ways than that rather than just the cord but they they even actually introduced that uh, at, at the end of the Rocksmith uh, 2014 shelf life um, they they added the ability to uh, plug in you know a microphone hmm. instead of uh, uh, you know that way for like acoustic guitar essentially huh that's that's really cool they, they can tell they can tell what you're playing. You know, and and let you know on on screen visually, you know that, that you've played something wrong with a little exclamation point. I think, if I remember right, <laughs> you know, and, and you can go back and study it and see what you did wrong. What a time to be alive! Yeah, <laughs> it looks like this was also available as DLC for Rock Band back in the day too. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, and that would actually make sense why it then uh, people, uh, uh, you know, fans, uh, uh, users of Rocksmith. Uh, then created the custom DLC. Right. <laughs> They're like, I was really good at this on Rock Band. We need to get it back. <laughs> yeah, and that actually brings me to that I have played, I, I, I remember uh, in college I found online uh, 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 the Who's a Quick One While He's Away. Nice. Tabbed out and, and played that some. Tried, tried to learn many of the segments. Some of the segments were a little... <laughs> <laughs> more more complex and tough, but <laughs> some were easier. And now at last we know <laughs> if it's on the Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, d- I didn't do any research into covers, but um, mm-hmm. if you have anything, Eric, I think uh, now is the time. There is a song, and that's a fact. Now tell me who has covered that. Who has covered that song? Who has covered that song? Let's talk about covers. So I'll, I'll go in the, in the order that I kind of uh, found these three. I, I didn't find anything. There wasn't anything through the normal... Uh, you know, that was officially released on, on any kind of album or CD or compilation or anything like that. But uh, so uh, first I listened to uh, a YouTuber, uh, Matt Good, and I, like, stopped about a third way in. You know, it was essentially, it was essentially you know, it's the one guy thing, kind of <laughs> okay. a little bit like you, Martin, I think, somewhat, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> at yeah, least. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, doing m- multiple instruments and singing and, and singing multiple times to get the to get the harmonies and, and so forth. Uh uh, but, but 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 a pretty faithful replication essentially is was the idea there um, by by a single guy. So then I then I came across the uh, standard uh, Weezer cover project, and wow, I love that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So so and and and, and that that person or persons that do that uh, they they you know there's an issue with uh, replicating uh, li- uh, lyrics, but you know I, I think it might have been happening in some of the famous, but not all of them. You know, it, 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 it's just with, just within one within one song. You know, I think I think they were doing that a little bit for for some of the segments, but not not others. 
Um, but then, uh, so, so that's very heavily acoustic, if not totally. And, and, uh, there, there was that, that little, that, the, the siren sound, which I don't think we even mentioned before. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, that, that was kind of replicated, I think, with a, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh some, some, uh, post post editing uh you know uh, uh 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 playing playing the acoustic guitar like just one string one note you know but then editing it a bit you know huh. if um, our editor this, real quick yeah. if our editor Zach is still listening to this episode yeah. uh go back to the beginning and add a siren sound in <laughs> just like in the <laughs> intro of the of the episode okay yep. Actually, if you could edit it in the eleven different sixteen parts, <laughs> that'd be actually yeah, exactly. Okay, this is a job for Zach. He can do it. This is He's... the queen part. This is the... <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's me, Martin, again. Uh, just a little context note here. Uh, back when we recorded this episode, we had an editor named Zach who used to edit our podcast, but now I'm the editor. Uh, anyway, I decided not to put a siren sound in the beginning of the episode because just in case someone was listening to the show in their car while getting a blowjob, I didn't want to ruin it for them by making them think that the cops were after them or something. So that having been said, uh, back to the show. Uh, so then a third one that I found that I, that I listened to again like about halfway through this time uh was uh the YouTuber is Ben Wong but uh it's it's they're they're calling themselves their just just last year released a uh, quarantine cover. I saw um, that but didn't so, listen to so, it. Yeah, yeah, so four four people four you know probably late late teens early 20s maybe um and and it seemed like you know it was it was pretty fun just that half half just to the halfway because you know, one, it's live; it's them doing it live, you know. Right. So, and then the other thing is, is that you know, multiple, each person each does different parts of the singing. Oh, okay. All four of them sing, and and, and two different people actually do the falsetto e stuff. So, I mean, one one is a girl, so right. True falsetto. She, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to check out that one in the Weezer cover yeah. project. We talked about covers. We talked about covers. We talked about covers. Oh, right on. Okay, I think that we've come to the our rating segment, right? Yeah, I think so. Rah 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 rating. Rah 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 rating. We decide So for James, I think maybe Eric already explained this in the green room, but uh, yeah, from uh, zero being the worst to ten being the best, give it a give give your liking of this song a number. Um. Okay. Well, do I just um just real quick? Can I talk about it, or is it just more of like talk a... about it as much as you great, want? Great, great, great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Lead up and um, post either one. Or <laughs> like, uh, well, what I was thinking, just say the number. Okay. Um. So. Uh, in terms of like their whole career, I actually I really really like this song. I was gonna say in terms of their whole career, it's it's more middling, but like I don't think so. I mean, this is a highlight of what I'm gonna call the good half of the Red Album, and no, that's 100 percent okay, yeah, good, absolutely good, 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 good. fair. <laughs> okay, uh, um, I'm gonna give it 
I think a, uh, yeah, I mean, I think a, a 9.21, 9 9.21. <laughs> I was told I could use as many decimal places oh, as yeah. I needed, so. Of course, yeah. That's a great rating. I think that's a beautiful rating, mm -hmm. and I'm here for it. I think that it shows off uh, Rivers' songwriting talent. I think that it is kind of footloose and fancy-free in a way that he hasn't been since maybe 96 or so. Like, in sort of like a, hey, I can have fun writing songs. Like, I think he's a great songwriter. I think a lot of times he doesn't have a lot of fun writing songs. Yeah. And I think that this was a was on display as, let's have some fun. Yeah, I think that's one of the best qualities of this song, is that, like, whatever, you know, all the crazy parts and stuff, it is fun. It's fun the whole yeah. time. I have a good time I listening to it every time. I wonder if Van Weezer and, like, the Teal album and stuff, like, more recently is him embracing his lesson let's no one not none of us are getting any younger except patrick and i don't understand how that happened, but, um well he, he was born an old man so right <laughs> yes that uh the the nanny the um yes jazz, uh, yep crap morgan Ork, uh yeah the orkin johnson winner's character which was his name he was an old man and he played no. i well, god yeah it was something it was um it's like miserable. It's not that. It's um, mirthless or hang on. This I know. I'm so sorry. You've podcasted before. Hold on one sec. So Mork is an alien. Right. right. So here, so <laughs> and on his one, crazy backwards world, the men give birth. Mirth. Yeah. It, it's mirth. It's just mirth. But okay. but it's uh, Earth with an M, yeah. not mirth like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that like he. I wonder if he's like, let's do an '80s cover album. Let's do a more medley, riffy, medley, medley album. Mm -hmm. And I think, I, you know, good for him. All right. Uh, do you want to go next, Eric, or should I? Uh, I can go. All right. Let's hear yeah. it. Let's hear it. Um, I feel like I would give this a 9.5, but Ooh. I will deduct a half point because of, you know, my love of and, and just seeing, like, okay, it's been... This kind of stuff has been done before a bit, you know. Mm. The, the 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 multiple segments, you know, uh, sections of a song. So go down to nine for me. All right, the nine is a uh, also a great rating. Oh, yeah. I think that yeah. uh, I I don't one hundred percent agree, as you will find <laughs> out momentarily. But I think it's a very good rating. <laughs> I, I a very respectable rating, Eric, as always. And my rating, I'm going to go with a ten. I think this is a. a just a banger track. I think it slaps hard. And I love it. And, um, yeah, 10 out of 10. You don't like it, you love it. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> there is no right, there is no wrong. It's just how we feel about a song. And when we feel like we feel about a song. Ra 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 So, yeah. I think we, we we t pretty much talked about it. I think there's so much. There was so much that to talk about. So much to cover in this song. It took me like when I was writing out the like I don't know. I always write down the lyrics in a little notebook like by oh, hand. Wow. Just yeah. it's for me to like so that I remember them or whatever for the show. I love, but uh, it I took love me like you being like. 
soon I'll be playing in your underwear. Okay, this play. Is, What's the next one? One hundred percent true to life. Exactly what happened. Like that is real life for sure. And yeah, but uh, it took me like uh, twenty minutes to like write out all the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of them for this one. So yeah, there's lots to talk about. Yeah. Sorry. Back in the day, that that was this. I had the same thing happen with El Scorcho. I was. I remember sitting at our kitchen table with my disc man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rewind. Okay. And then I had to ask my my friend who's a fan of wrestling about the wrestling references and all this stuff. So I was spelling things right. Yeah. It took a long time. Yeah. Yeah. God damn you <laughs> have. Japanese. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, and Green Day. I know that one. That's the next one. Uh, yeah, so um, let's. Uh, do you have anything that uh, your, your podcast that you want to plug, James, or like any other projects sure. that you have that you'd like people to know about? Sure, yeah. Um, just really quickly, I do just, I just. I love podcasting so much, so I sort of talk myself into any good idea that I think of a title for is viable for podcasting about. <laughs> um, I do a podcast, a music podcast with my friend Daniel uh, called Frankenstein's Jukebox, uh, where each episode is about a year of music going backwards. Um, so we're in the 2010s. We're actually recording 2015 on Thursday. Um, and we each pick a, and if we have a guest, they pick one too, a song from that year and three things about the song that we like. And we share our songs and share the three aspects that we picked. And then we conceptualize and usually up until this point, we every time write that new song. Oh, wow. So uh, Daniel is a, is a, a, a very talented like musician mm-hmm. and um, I'm turning out to like songwriting a lot. So uh, we've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, and uh, the other one I want to talk about is Timeline Scavengers. Um, which is my friend Colin and I uh, going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, scene by scene in the historical order of when the scene takes place. <laughs> so <That's good. laughs> we started at the beginning of time and we, we recorded uh, late 19th century and uh, early 20th century, uh, four episodes of that this, this earlier today. It's going to take what we basically were like, we want a podcast forever and we want a concept that will literally take for literal ever. So that's, that's what that is. I think Eric and I might know something about that. Hey, and listen, the thing about this podcast is room for guests. There is lots of space to have people on. You are both formally invited if you'd like to come on because we have some space available in this thousands of episodes. Sounds great. I love I love both of uh, the ideas of these podcasts. The first one sounds like more just to, to my taste because yeah, it, I like Marvel movies, but I'm not like a huge fan or whatever. Sure. We also oh, we also just real quick we do the Marvel Cinematic Universe and anything that has been an official TV show since that started. So like Agent Carter, Agents of Shield, yeah. Cloak and Dagger, Netflix Marvel shows, all so, that stuff. So now, yeah, you chose to do that that way and you may end up having an issue that that we went about trying going going ahead and avoiding for this show okay. by doing by doing chronological instead of alphabetical which was the real you know inspiration of alphabetical oh um, right okay so what's going to happen when you when they put out stuff that happens that you've already covered yeah that has happened uh, we planned for it yeah that's 
Yeah, because Loki came out on Disney yeah. Plus like right. recently. So we built that into the concept of our show. Our episodes are not called episode one or whatever. They are the year that it takes place. Okay. And if so like 79 yeah. AD happened on the most recent Loki, and we've already passed that. So we recorded oh. it, and Colin put it in where it goes. Like we published it on 621, and then the 79, we put it 621 at – 4 a.m. So it, yeah. it happened after, but before the other one. <laughs> we have it all. We're, that's what we're hoping for. Wow. I am so excited for all these Marvel things <laughs> that are that are going to come out and absolutely screw. Like this Loki thing, we were like, this is going to mess with our timeline really a lot. And then we watch this, and they're like, reset the timeline. And we're like, are they listening to us? What is, <laughs> this could not mess with the timeline more. And I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so we wow. built it in because we knew that was going to happen, and I can't go forward if I'm like, but what if, an earth, you know, I have all this glass stuff set up. What if there's an earthquake? It's like we're hoping for an earthquake. Shake us up. Do, <laughs> do a whole t- movie series set in the 12th century. I'm here for it. <laughs> Stone Age Avengers is a mm-hmm. literal thing that's a comic book that I would be absolutely down to see a movie of. So, yeah, stoked about that because it's, Wow. Very, very niche and nerdy, oh, yeah. and invites the chaos. So, all right, well, check it out, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> True believers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's my favorite thing right now. I just love. I love. It's that thing where I love talking about it. So it's like I talk about it, uh, maybe just a little too passionately, just sometimes. You know, without the passion, what you know, what is a project? Right, what is exactly. it, what's even the point? You can't spell podcast without certain letters that are also in passion. That's what yeah, that's true. That is one hundred percent true. <laughs> All right, Eric, you got anything? Uh, what do you? What What else do you do? Uh, yeah, like I already mentioned, almost famous minute. But then there's also a previous to that was was uh, Watchmen minute. Uh, so they're both in the movies by minute genre, and uh, everyone should. Uh, Check those out, hopefully. Um, uh, we do also want to send people to, like, uh, for this show, uh, facebook.com uh, slash Feels Like Weezer is our page that you can like. And our group is the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. I Can I put in my – I don't know if someone wants to edit oh, yeah, I forgot to give any anything at all. Uh, my, yeah. my, my Twitter is at Unabashed James, and uh, my podcast network is Scavengers Network, which is at Scavengers Net. Uh, you can see all of the things that I mentioned. Uh, well, no, I keep forgetting our things on Jukebox isn't on the network yet. Um, you can see that. You can see Timeless Scavengers and the Movies by Minute podcast that I do with my friend Aaron uh, on the scavengersnetwork.com website. Um, and you can hear me on one episode of uh, Almost Famous Minute, too. Yeah. Yeah, and you do Can't Hardly Wait Minute? We 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 finished Ken Hardly. Oh, you did it already. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're, I mean, we're why recording. not? Yeah, while people are at it, check that out too. Listen to all yeah, the episodes. We're doing. We did. Uh, we did Newsies, and then the Britney Spears movie oh, Crossroads, nice. which yeah. somehow nice. is now super duper relevant. <laughs> but it's weird oh, yeah. to bring up because <laughs> yeah. you don't want you want to promote your stuff, but also, um, and then Ken Hardly. We're recording. She's all that minute right now. So, yeah, having fun with that. Mm-hmm. He's all that's a great movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. These, these. I'm excited about all these projects. I'm gonna check out the uh, what Scavenger Podcast Network. Scaven- Scavengers Network. Yeah, scavengersnetwork.com. Okay. I'm gonna check it out. Please soon. do. 
And uh, for me, I don't have a lot going on. You can check out some of my music if you liked the uh, the songs, the theme songs that you heard for the segments. Uh, the new one for the um, what was it? Oh, what was Green album? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A new word. A new word that I learned today. And uh, all the th- the theme songs for the show, you can check me out at bandcamp.com slash martindavidtapia. And if you're in the city of Cleveland, uh, I work in a restaurant. Come by a Cleveland vegan restaurant in uh, Lakewood, Ohio, and yell out uh, something like, yell, my name is Jonas at me, and I'll look really confused, <laughs> and then like five minutes later, I'll understand what's going on. It's going to be weird if people are very proud of their name being Jonas, but they don't listen to this show. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. rough. <laughs> well, I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> so yeah, great one, great episode. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Fun. Okay. Wait, uh, who yeah. do you who do you guys think? Uh, do you think Rivers Cuomo is the greatest man who ever lived? <laughs> Or do you think who would you say is the greatest man that ever lived? If he if somebody wow. held a gun to your head and they're like, "Tell me who is the greatest man who ever lived?" Like, what do you say? Mr. Rogers. Well, that's, that's a good a answer. Great answer. Yeah. yeah. He's he's answer. the one I've been saying for a few years now. Like, if there any, uh, you know, he, he'd be the I'd be the I'd be the most disappointed if anything bad was ever said about him. You know, anything ever came out, much like oh I, yeah, for sure yeah. Um, this kind of question uh, really gets me into my fa- one of my favorite uh, genres of joke, which is uh, fake youth pastor, which Ooh. is like, well, I will tell you about the greatest man that I ever <laughs> This is good. This is a good one. My friend, and uh, <laughs> he's a friend of mine. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But Mr. Rogers is actually probably the actual yeah. answer. <laughs> Sometimes, like, when I come home from work, I'll be to my wife. Oh, come in and I'll be like, oh, did you hear the good news? And she's like, what? And I'm like, Jesus, it's Lord. <laughs> and she's just like, you motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Each time you do that, it gets two times more fantastic. And I want you to remember that next time you're thinking, should I do that or no? Don't I just know it? Do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Should I answer my own question or should I just... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I didn't have an answer when I asked it, but I just thought about <laughs> it for a few minutes. And I'm going to say the uh, uh, Austrian uh, movie director, Werner Herzog. Yeah. Okay. Is uh, just, I think, like the most interesting living person uh, and just like, I don't know, everything he's ever done seems like really amazing to me. So that's my pick. I was sure you were going to say the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. <laughs> I was the greatest man who ever lived. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe like, like, do is there a biography I haven't read or something? What's yeah, no. If, maybe if you if you by greatest you mean most important, like there's, <laughs> there definitely could be yeah, like a a case to be made. That's yeah. That's where the word great gets like magazines and stuff into trouble. Where it's like man of the year <laughs> Hitler, and you're like. I mean, I guess, but can we say it differently? Like, yeah. The, <laughs> greatest, the greatest man who ever lived, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Changed. Forget it. Never mind. I'm going to stack out of that joke yeah, right away. Yeah, good. good for you. You did the right thing. We shouldn't have even gone there in the first place. Nope. Probably not. Sorry about that. <laughs> 
Okay. Thanks well, for having me on your show. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, you've been a delight. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.